Hey everyone, welcome to TV Told Me. I'm Kelly. I'm Aday. And we are so happy that you're here with us. Now, Aday, even though I said that the world is wild and I'm getting tired of all these, you know, crime scenes, I couldn't even finish the Army Hammer documentary, but I found a new crime scene show that I think that you can get behind. It's not. Mm, I don't know. I'm not into any crime scene shows. It has a funny host. Not. not How do you have a crime scene show with a comedic horse? She got stabbed 15 times, but because of all that booty, it wasn't 17. Like what? What is happening right now? Um. Yeah, I'm talking about crime scene kitchen. And and I'm, I don't know, this is a very enjoyable, chill show that has got me. Okay, so the premise is the producers went in there and they set up a kitchen that you have to figure out what the person in the kitchen just baked. And then you have to bake that same thing. So you go in there and then you're like, Ooh, what's what's this yellow cream? And you might taste it and you're like, mm, is lemon or uh, somebody else is like passion fruit. And then you're like, I'm watching, I'm on the edge of my seat. I'm like, it's obviously lemon or whatever. Then they have other things that they're like, like this, this other one, it's like, okay, I see bacon, I see cheese, but then I look in the fridge and there's a bacon and cheese sandwich. So make it, maybe the bacon and cheese was out to make the sandwich and not to make the de- the surprise dessert. <laughs> Do they know the, the category dish. of food they're looking for? It's just mostly like baking stuff. Like mm. um, dessert type deal. But you might also bake something savory. Chicken pot pie, anybody? Mm. I mean... So I'm like, this is wild. I, it's amazing that people are so good. Like they see the different sorts of pans. They see what's remnants are left on a parchment paper. They put this with a sign with a, I I don't even know, but I'm, there's two seasons of it. It's hosted by Joel, Joel McHale. Mm. He's very funny. He's really bringing in Curtis Stone and oh God, this lady I don't know, which probably everybody knows because she's on YouTube. Um, and they are all like really good. I like them all. I love that you said Curtis Stone. Like I was going to be like, yes, 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 yes. Some people are really Curtis. Oh, I do know who this person is. Okay. Is, uh, I didn't know that's who he was, but I've seen him on so many. He's an Australian celebrity chef, yes. but I've seen him on a lot of cooking shows. So you're correct. Yes. And Yolanda Gamp. And she apparently is a superstar on YouTube. And I don't follow very many people on YouTube, but um, apparently she's the queen of YouTube baking and she's the best. Oh, okay. Uh, and so she's she always 4 million cool followers on YouTube yeah she's she's for real like all the bakers know her i don't bake 
anything. So therefore I have no reason to watch Yolanda, but maybe now I'll get into her. Um, but I don't know. They do two of these little crime scenes per episode, which is kind of weird. Like normally in a reality show, they do one thing and they do something different for the second half. This show just says, no, you're here for the crime scenes. We do the same thing twice. First time you win immunity, second time you're you're out of here. Now I will say in the second season, there are two couples that have very toxic men and they're like telling their ladies like, you just need to cook. And like, that's obviously not it. And Ooh. I know what's right. Did did they get kicked off back to back? Did the producer step in and say they will not continue? I think so. I try to look on Twitter for people to validate my way of <laughs> thinking. I only found one other person, but you know, um, I appreciate that one person I felt seen. But nobody <laughs> else is talking about this. Um, but the male ego is uh was very was fragile. Um, but uh do you think you could be successful on that show? Like absolutely not. They're like, oh, let's do a like a Bavarian cream. I would not. They're like, okay, it doesn't have eggs, so therefore it's this. I don't know any of that stuff, but I like to guess. I like to guess. Like I like to be like, oh, they tried to trick you with that one. Yeah, my sister and I were like, it says fifteen count of oranges on the crate. You better count all the oranges and see how many are actually still there. We're it's just like conspiracy theories rolled together with a crime scene. That's not a crime scene at all. I mean, the worst thing there is like red icing. I just love this because somebody like went into a meeting and was just like, okay, we have a cooking show. Oh, I hope it's not a competition. Um, no, 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 no. Uh, it is about crime. Wait, you have a cooking show about crime? Mm hmm, mm hmm, mm hmm. Tell us more. Bob, why don't you pick up where I left off? Uh, crime, crime, crime. What if it was a crime of just a messy kitchen? Nobody wants to see you do dishes. No, 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 no. I mean, where you're guessing what I cooked and then I cook it. Tell me more. You know what? I think we should just make the show and then see if you like it. Exactly. And they were like, okay. They're like, what are the two highest grossing channels? Food Network and discovery id discovery id let's put them together i give you crime scene kitchen i'm telling you but i like wonder if like they had that going in or if they were just like shooting from the hip and they were like oh my god i overslept what should we do you know what i'm just gonna wing it you just follow with me and just add in just add in (laughs) see what's going on no, I think that's a really good show. I actually am like interested in like checking it out because I feel like too, like sometimes there's shows that don't make any sense, but you watch them. Yeah. I have no idea why I keep watching this show before I even say it. I'm going to tell you straight up. I have no idea why I keep watching it. Mm. What if we were in a meeting okay. and I said, hey, you know what people love? Hot yeah. wings. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what people like always think that they can do more of the hot sauce. <laughs> yeah. What if I was to get celebrities to eat hot wings while I ask them questions and the sauce level goes up to like atomic where they cannot feel their eyeballs, their mouth, anything. 
but I just keep asking them questions. <laughs> no one will go for this. And YouTube said, let's do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it comes on another network. It's like a first we feast production. And I don't know if that's a YouTube channel or whatever, but I I mean, but I know that it comes on YouTube and mm. it's called Hot Ones. And the first one that I watched was um Viola Davis. And I was just like, Viola Davis, why are you eating hot wings? Like I had seen like clippets of the show, and yeah. I was just like, Okay, I get it. Hot wings are hot. Uh but she was just like eating it and like talking and it was like a really good interview, but she would be like, ah, give me a second. And she would be eating the wings. And I was like, huh, but like the interviews are good. So then I watched Kevin Hart, who was like about to cry and just other people because the guy's like a really good interviewer, but then it's just like people who are also competitively eating like hot wings. I can let you know, even if I become, and you can like document this, even if I become like a worldwide sensation, there's mm. no way I'm going on this show. Mm. And let me tell you why. Yeah. In the 1900s. <laughs> oh, we're going all I, the way Okay. Yeah. We're going all the way back. <laughs> In the 1900s, I went to Wingstop. That's right. It's fact. So I'm not going to say allegedly. I went into a Wingstop. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I said, hmm, I wonder about the atomic. And the guy working there said, that's way too hot. And I said, wait a minute. <laughs> Challenge accepted. Exactly. I was like, get me the atomic. <laughs> that man knew me better than I knew myself. Because <laughs> when I tell you, I was praying to God personally <laughs> to just take away my lips, my fingertips, everything. Yes. And you know what people never tell you? It doesn't just end there. Mm, no, it And doesn't. I didn't know that. But three hours later, it's you're going to feel it. The beast is back. <laughs> and if you don't know what that means, you need to like look in the stars and be like, thank God I have peace in my life. And I don't know what she was referencing. Like, literally, I'm going to thank my higher power whether you believe in it or not, <laughs> that I don't know what she's referencing because th- it'll kill you both ways. That's why I'm surprised that celebrities are willing to go on to this. I mean, obviously their publicist is like, everybody goes on hot ones now. You got to go on hot ones. But like, say I'm a celebrity. I'm probably putting just juice, you know, healthy fresh foods made for my personal chef i hope i'm manifesting this let's put this out there but to add an atomic hot wing that delicate balance that i have spent a lot of money to develop i cannot imagine what happens to your insides oh my gosh they and they have things that are like it's a hundred thousand like what did he say it's a hundred, a hundred times stronger than a jalapeno. So the sauces that they're eating are beyond atomic, right? Mm-hmm. Atomic almost took me out. Atomic had me sucking the side of a glass cup being like, please God, <laughs> just let it end. Because I had eaten the hot wing maybe 20 minutes earlier, but the sensation was had, it was almost like an oven had been cut on and it was it kept getting worse and worse, even though I had left the wing behind. The chicken at this point is is cold and like done, right? The sensation of burning 
in my mouth mm. did not leave for a good hour. It was fully there's no just ramping milk. it up. Uh, and at that point, I will say no one told me about milk. Okay. I feel like the water was like making it intensify. I just yeah. did not care for it. No, no. I will never go through that again. So if someone's like, oh my God, it's the number one show. But if they were like $20 million, I'd be like, cool, let's do it. Let's Line them up. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> that seems to be my number is 20 million. <laughs> it does. It does. Come come out of day with any challenge in 20 million and it might work out. It may work out for you. you it may work out for you. Ask. Well, actually, I, the, I, what I, what Fat Joe said, because I forgot in the last episode, <laughs> the price is not the same. Okay, the price <laughs> has gone up. It wouldn't be 20, it would be a good 40 million. But you got 40 million, lay them out. Because it's 10 wings, I'd I'd be able to make it, but don't talk to me. But that's the thing, I cannot do an interview while eating while my mouth is burning uh, i mean i can do an interview but this is what you're gonna get mm? <laughs> yes no yes that's mm-hmm. about it that's about because it the I'm thing is it's like i'm be engaging i'm not gonna well, when you're in pain are you someone who goes silent like let's just say that you're at home by yourself Mm-hmm. And you like stub your toe really bad, or you like you hit something that like really yeah. hurts. Are you someone who's completely silent, or are you talking yourself through the pain? Uh, I'm silent. I'll see now. I'll, I'll hit it. I'll hit my toe, and I'll be like, and I'll just get quiet. And no, I but I mean, like, even when it's as it's still hurting, you're still just sitting there, like saying yeah. nothing. No. Yeah. Literally, you would think someone else was in the home with me. I'm like, oh my God, why? And then I'll be like, why is it still hurting? Why is it still hurting? Like, there's voices, there's like inflections, there's a whole like conversation. Like, why is the bed there anyway? I cannot believe, like, it's a whole thing. Like, there's no quietness. And there's points where I try to stay quiet and then I'll be like, okay, it's okay. Then I'll be like, no, this hurts. Like, I just... It's that a whole would, conversation. You would make such a good person to interview then. They would get no. like a lot of content out of you. No, because I would be like, why are my lips burning? Why am I? And you'd be like, hey, remember you had a, you, you have a podcast with one of your good friends, Kelly. And I'd be like, who cares? I can't feel my lip. Like it would be over. It would be over. Oh my gosh. So, but I don't know why it's just very, and like, so the thing is, it's not like you don't know what's going to happen, right? So yeah. they're eating mild to really intense hot wings. So of course they go from like, oh, this is okay. to like, oh my God, I can't believe I'm doing this. And they're answering questions in between. But still I'm like watching all the episodes. I watched one episode and I was like, cool. But now I like, I'm like, oh, who else did it? And then I'll watch theirs. <laughs> so like, yeah, I mean, it's pretty chill. And the episodes are like 15 minutes. It's not very long, but like I said, it's really good interview questions. Mm. Um, I wouldn't say that it's like funny, but it's just like, and I will say, I think because they're like eating hot wings. So they're kind of like thrown off a little bit. Yeah. They're like more open to like answer the questions and quickly like they're not trying to be funny or witty they're just like yeah I did love that (laughs) or whatever (laughs) like they're just very to the point because they have something that's happening that's burning them so yeah that is genius I'm kind of curious to like look up the um origin of that and like 
because does the interviewer also eat wings yeah and it's very strange to me because he's like very like level right like some I've only seen him once be like whoo that was yeah he's like somebody was like this is really burning and he's he's like yeah like I'm feeling it but then he'll just like keep asking his questions in his normal voice and my thing is mm. one why are you also eating the wing yeah. <laughs> I guess to like be like you know like, with the person hurt. yeah but if you're not suffering in the way that I'm suffering I don't feel better that you're eating it mm. and I don't know what that dude's insides look like because eating hot wings two three times a week at that level yeah I just feel like your guts are probably your intestines are probably on fire maybe he has like a special condition where it doesn't like bother him he has to have a contract with Tums or something I don't know because it (laughs) because sometimes when you eat hot wings though seriously depending on the kind that you eat sometimes even before it goes down you can feel it like in your mouth and then in your throat yeah and so no Mm-mm. yeah i'm i don't i'm not into that but you but, know what else i watched I that was like <laughs> love, love it but like a couple weeks ago i was telling you how i watched um yellowstone and i automatically had a very heavy country accent <laughs> and i was like <laughs> it just like kicked in i was like this is part of my world um, since we're talking about cooking, I went to season two of The Bear, and okay. part of me, I never did it, I never did it, but part of me wanted to be like cousin to someone <laughs> <laughs> because they say that all the time, or I wanted to be like, Yes, chef. And I was like, mm. This doesn't it doesn't apply to anyone that you are in interaction with. But I had watched a full season and I was like into calling someone cousin Absolutely. or saying yes, chef. <laughs> absolutely and having a chicago accent i was into it yes season two was so good i i don't know it it might be better than the first season like just maybe i liked it a little better because there's maybe less yelling although now looking back and saying that out loud maybe not less yelling no Um, but uh wow like i don't know i just I just think it's a really great show. The The characters are very complex. Like, I I kind of love that whole, like, it's not a TV show. It's kind of just feels very natural. And um, I don't know. I don't know. And then we were talking about, like, the one episode where it's like a family meal. I think it's Christmas time. Mm-hmm. It's the seven Ooh. fishes meal um yeah I think season two was better because they like explored like all of the little all of the characters outside of the main chef like they were exploring him but they also were looking at like the assistant chef and like you know what she was doing for the restaurant and like how she didn't feel supported and then like he was training other people outside of the restaurant because they're going from like a mom and pop shop and they want to be a fine dining establishment yeah and it requires a lot of money and a lot of energy and a lot of time. And like, like everybody is pushed to like the edge, every single person that works there. And yeah. so it's basically showing you like, what does that look like for each person? Mm. And then also, even if you're engaged with anything, be it your work, your relationship, whatever, at a hundred percent, 
there are other factors outside of this thing that you're giving all of your focus to that are going to demand your attention yeah. or going to show you that you're not paying attention to it. Um, and then what does it look like when you get your eye off the ball and you focus on one thing? Cause there's one guy whose mom is like basically in the hospital yeah. and he like sits with her every day. Like it's one of the reasons like he went into restaurants cause he could be with his mom most of the time and all of that. And then he gets really into, he gets very passionate about pastries and they send him away to be a pastry chef. And like, he really starts to focus on that. But then, you know, do you feel bad that you're no longer with your parent all the time like you were before? Yeah. Um, and so it kind of explores that and what that looks like. Um, because it doesn't make, well, to me, from my perspective, I don't think it makes him less of a son. But I can see if you have somebody who you're unsure of how long they're going to be here, you're like, this is my focus. Mm -hmm. However, if this has been happening for years, it can't be your whole, you know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. like that's that person interesting. Maybe wouldn't want that for you, um, but obviously appreciates that and yeah I, I I love how you said that like yeah you got to delve more into each of the side characters which each person was just so unique and had their own story and um I also yeah I loved the episode where like chef Sydney like goes to all the different places and does like all this tasting and like oh it made me want to go eat so bad I was oh like my gosh. I need to explore my city and go to restaurants and then I was like nah I don't want to I know shout out to my friend Lauren she lived in Chicago we used to get Chicago beefs oh I love Chicago, Chicago, beef. Chicago beef oh it's, it's so, so good I love, listen Chicago is like my city. This is no lie. If it did not snow there, I probably would live in Chicago. Mm. But when they have signs that say, don't park your car here because it'll be underneath snow, there's no way. There's no way. <laughs> True. I am from the great state of Texas. We have an inch of snow. That's it. I'm out. I can't. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. Global warming. Things are changing. <laughs> That is true. That so is that's not true. a good reason. But that's actually, that's not true. Problem. But beef let is. Me, let me just say, global warming doesn't just, it has very little to do with, I mean, it does have to do with temperature and it is getting hotter, but it also has to do with rainfall. So mm -hmm. that's why our snowstorms are now worse than they've ever been. Yeah. So it affects both seasons. And so, yeah. nah, I can't. That's why there's been instances where like people are like under snow for like weeks. There's no way. Yeah. That's I can't do it that's true it, yeah but mm. I think the other good thing about this season like you talked about the seven fishes episode when I tell you I just want to let everybody know if you plan on watching this show when you go into episode six just be prepared for it to be very intense family drama yeah you want if you want to know what it's like imagine you have a friend from school that you love they're hilarious and you're like oh my god thank you so much and they're like you want to come hang out with my family and you're like yes that sounds amazing and you go and everybody seems cool but they're like cooking this very hectic dinner where there's alarms and like multiple things happening mm. and then all of a sudden the uncle and the cousin start fighting <laughs> the brother and the sister start fighting and you're just sitting there like 
don't say anything. And then the fighting intensifies and then more people start fighting, like, like full blown arguments (laughs) where you're like, what? Where doors are shutting and stuff. And you're just like, I don't know if I should be here, but you also know you, you at this point cannot leave because if you leave, it will cause more drama. So you just have to sit there. That's what episode six is like. And it goes longer than the other episodes. Yeah. It's hard to leave the room. Yes. And yeah, set yourself up, watch the whole thing. Like it was very immersive. Like you were just there, like, oh my God. Like you felt like, oh man, I better get out the way. Like these people are fighting. I mean, it was so intense. They pulled out like so many stars for that episode. Mm -hmm. And um, so that was really crazy. I was because you just weren't introduced, you knew about these characters, but you you didn't know what who they were or what they look like. And like now they're all these like huge name stars, and it's like, oh whoa, whoa. And then the acting is just like at another level. I don't even know how they shot it. Like, I don't know how they continued that energy, like yeah, shooting for like days at a time. That would have had to been so exhausting because it was very intense and then I will say even the cameramen works were intense because they were like moving from person to person like very quickly where like part of it was like slow down but it was just like all over the place but I will say when you're (laughs) at someone's house that you're cool with but you don't know anybody else that's how it feels when like there's multiple discussions happening that are intense you're just like I don't know where to look. I'm not supposed to look. So I'm just going to like look at the ceiling, but oh my God, I need to make sure nobody's throwing any, like what is happening right now? Yes. And yeah, absolutely. Like they were like, we want some awards and I hope they get them all because that episode alone was really awesome. And um, even the last episode, like, wow, it it was just so... I guess mm-hmm. I don't want to spoil it, but to see the main character basically being taken out of the whole, but also so in the episode, like it was so wild. And there was like a comeback story and like somebody like really like using all their talents that they didn't really know where to put them, like putting them into something that really fits them. Like, I don't know. I just no it was really good whole show honestly I think I think it like I think it gives you a real like understanding of like one I think season two is good just because it gives you a real understanding that like if you're going to restaurants and stuff that for some people this is their full life right Mm -hmm. and the amount of time and energy they invest in this is like they're like they're using all their resources all their creativity everything like putting it in there and I think it's just like I think this show really shows you that and also that it's like a business that's like can turn on like a dime right you can go from being a hot spot to not very quickly and so there's not a lot of security there but still people love it enough to where they keep like going into it and like putting their passion in there and so I just think it gives a real and I've heard um, because it is me. <laughs> I like went on YouTube and like um, people that reviewed the shows, some of them like talked to real world, real world chefs and they were like, yeah, that's pretty much how it is. Like mm. you put everything into it. And if people stop talking about you or you're not the it place, 
like it's over for you and you got to find that next thing to get people coming in. And then it's a business where people are kind of all over the place sometimes with maturity. And so you're dealing with a wide variety of emotions, but you also have to be like, Hey, this is the product we have to get out. And so it's just, it was interesting. So, but I will say it's very intense, but it's really good. And it will make you want to say cousin to multiple people. Mm-hmm. Um, and for some reason, yes, chef, because yes. it's like the highest form of respect. And there's certain people when they finally get the yes, chef, you're like, oh my God. I, <laughs> like know. I know. <laughs> you're like, well-deserved, well-deserved. Mm. So that goes back to like writers really writing something where you feel a part of it and you yeah. feel attached to it. And that's why writers should be paid their money because mm-hmm. not AI cannot do that. No not that level of emotion so no 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 absolutely not and thanks to the actors that also portray that and and that's where I want to we'll end this episode talking about this because like I know that the strike is still going on and like the craziest thing that I heard about this whole strike thing I mean I'm not in the actors union I'm not into I'm not in any of that I just um hey that's right not yet um but I saw this thing where like (laughs) If you're a background actor, they you sign, they'll pay you. You sign up that they can use your image in perpetuity, which mm-hmm. means let's say that you're a background actor for um, high school musical. They can use your image and make you a background actor in any other show for the rest of time. But you only get paid that one time. And I think that's so ridiculous. And I recently saw, because let me just tell you, the internet never loses, okay? Absolutely not. I don't even know what movie this was, but I saw this movie on on Instagram. They showed a clip of this movie and it was like, these kids are like playing basketball and they scan to the crowd and the guy goes, hold up. And he presses pause. Half of the people in the crowd were CGI animated. Like the first, five people were real but after that it was like animated people that they made look real and I was like you guys have gone too far too much this AI I'm not I'm not I don't know I'm not I'm not that's all I can say can you imagine though like you do you you're like yeah I'll do high school musical the show and you're like clapping and you're like get them and then two years later they put you in like a gladiator scene and they just throw a little cgi helmet on you and you're like get them like what and like somebody's like biting someone's neck and it's you being like get them it's like I didn't sign up for this okay when I was doing it, like they were breaking it down, trying to win the dance competition. I wasn't talking about eating a live werewolf. What is this? Exactly. That'd be, uh, that'd be crazy. I'm scared. Crazy. I'm scared to sign, you know, my local gym is like, can we take your picture? And I want to be like, no. You want me to scare you? Cause I will uh, a I mean, real life scare. Go ahead. But I'm, I'm already scared. They can take your voice and remaster it. So they can like take this podcast and remaster our voices. But they can also do that if they call you and you say hello and they're like, who's this? Da, da, da. They can take that snippet, regenerate your voice and use it for something else. 
We're going to have to go back to the days where you go, where you have to go to somebody's house and knock on the door and then talk to them to know is real or something like that. And then I got to get like a robot wand that fully checks if you're a robot. <laughs> I mean, but even then you're going to need to take a blood through. sample. Listen, I've heard weird things. People have said, you can Google this. I'm not going to go into detail because I don't really know that much about it. People swear that Jamie Foxx has been cloned. <laughs> they, they, they're like, there's no way he's definitely been cloned. Google it. I'm not going to go into detail. I don't know. Do I believe it? I don't, I don't know. It's a no, there was, but there's also a whole thing about like how Avril Lavigne died and somebody came and like took over her life. But if you're Avril Lavigne and it's you, like that's that hardcore, a- man. That people think that you died and you're like, no, but it, you see me and they're like, oh no, we see you. We see you as the person who took over from real Avril Lavigne. I know. I know. She's like dating somebody really famous right now that's, she that's tiger? Is that what she's saying? i thought she was dating tiger i thought that was the big thing is like she was like she was she was dating yes the kardashian stepbrother and tiger dated kendall jenner and then lo and behold they end up together but now levine oh, she's dating- engagement to mod's son who is my March, son? March of 2022. Oh, you know what? She's still connected to them because that dude is signed to Travis Barker's label. So she never gets out of the Kardashian net. I have seen that thing where it's like Avril Lavigne to Kardashian is very high. And she dated Brody Jenner. Yeah, that was a stepbrother. Mm-hmm. She also was married to the guy from um, Chad Kroger whatever that band is called look at this photograph okay first of all you're gonna respect nickelback okay i don't know why people hate them so much i don't i don't i don't hate i don't hate okay i'm not gonna say they're the best band of all time but i also will say they had some bops like i'm not gonna deny that i liked photograph like it was a pretty catchy song and i kind of i like the rock star song like it's true i don't know but okay. people are like they have the worst jokes about Nickelback and Creed okay okay people no. just hated Creed. the lead singer of Creed <laughs> we can make fun of Creed's okay but was yeah that was also that was a time but I listened to all that stuff and I think it's it's affectionately called butt rock that's b-u-t-t people don't like it anymore is that why they call it that? I don't know. I guess they just want to categorize it. I don't know. Oh. They're, they're like, <laughs> they have a whole category that's called butt rock bands. Why is Nirvana in butt rock? Okay. No, why is it- should not be in butt rock. It's what came up. It's a derogatory category for any hard rock music. The, ter- the term comes from nas- nationwide advertising campaign on hard rock radio stations in the 90s that used the tagline rock nothing but rock oh get it but wow okay i didn't know i didn't know it's origins but so i just learned that that's what it was called recently i I don't think that nickelback is like a rock group though when i think of rock i think more of like is corn like metal music this is the thing i will say 
I think because like okay, so before before 2010, I don't know if something came on after that, but before 2010, there used to be like actual like music shows, right? So like there was like Casey Kasem had the countdown on the radio. So you would listen to a wide variety of things. MTV had TRL. So there oh. would be like boy bands, corn, rap, like all of it. Yeah. BET had 106 in Park. But I feel like now there's no shows like that that are like, hey, this is your music. And this is also other things that are really popular that people are listening yes. to. I think now people are just really siloed into that one thing that they listen to. Um, and I hate that because I used to get introduced to all kinds of music because I would like watch those shows or listen to those radios or whatever those radios yeah. listen to those radio shows but yeah I don't know I'm I agree with you I agree with you there's yeah. not like I, I was even talking to somebody lately I'm like what is on the radio right now like if you're listening to top 40 radio is there any rock on there in the way that I know it maybe a little alternative rock maybe like ed sheeran but i still feel like that's very pop i don't know it's just very interesting yeah that feels very not as ed much sheeran feels very like pop yeah um i don't know why i was googling ed sheeran what i really wanted to know was like top 40 songs right now um because i want to see if i know them uh, yeah i feel like it's very pop Bob um it's maybe one but then i kind of feel like they can go a little pop in their style. Um, There's something called All My Life. Oh, no, I do know that song. By Little Dirk, so that's a rap song. Mm. Flowers by Miley Cyrus. That's a bop. Sure Thing by Miguel. That song is old. But it seems to be number four on the charts right now. But I mean, if something's popular on Instagram or TikTok or whatever, like it's going to come back around. Flow Rider, What a Night. Is this real? It has to be, but I'm just like, <laughs> there's like so many like things jumping by Pitbull. I don't know if that's old or new, so I'm not sure. Karma by Taylor Swift, but I know that she re-released a lot of things. I just really Calvin Harris, Miracle. Jonas Brothers got a song. I don't think so. I don't think so. I need you. Yeah, I don't know what some of these people are, but Jonas Brothers has two songs on the top 40 with Ryan Seacrest. This is new. But you know what? You're right. Because of um, TikTok, yeah. these songs have more are popular now. Yeah. Because why is Seven Rings by Ariana Grande number 39? That song I know for a fact is at least seven years old. Well, I mean, but I do see a lot of TikToks with it being on there. But see, my number thirty nine is Doja Cat. Attention. Well, I don't know what I'm looking at then. I don't know either. Do you see any old songs on your top forty? Maybe I'm just wrong. Not that I recognize. Okay, let me go to iHeart. That's probably better. Ryan Seacrest is probably just playing things that he knows. I was just on. Okay, so now I feel like we're switching. And now I'm on American Top 40 with Ryan Seacrest. And you went to iHeartRadio, which I was on. No, some of these songs are still on there. Let me I mean, Die For You by The Weeknd. I mean, oh, no, Attention there. by Doja Cat is on there. One weeks. So if you see how many weeks, I mean, 
area like, codes. And now I will say this area code song by Kali. That's yeah. the one where she's like, got a white boy on my roster. He be feeding me pasta and lobster. That song, yeah. Yeah. And, but then the only way I know that song is not from the song. I just know it from Instagram and people doing it. Right. I thought you were saying air codes. Like, I got hoes. Well, that her song basically is like a spinoff of that song, but they asked her about it and she's like, what? I've never heard of that song before. And I was like, he was born in the 2000s. My God. And at that point, I just was like, please leave me alone. I really want to go see Ludacris. I do. But he's really good in concert. There's, I saw him with uh, Janet Jackson and it was a good concert. That would be very good. He's playing. My mom, who doesn't even listen to that, she came to Ginger Cosmos. She like Ludacris was her favorite part. (laughs) She was like the energy he brought. It was just fun. She said, "I had my hands up. I was standing up." She's like, "I loved it." So, (laughs) I bet you would. Now I see Ludacris guest starring on several random shows. Like I feel like throughout the years, you're just like one day they're like guest star Ludacris, and I'm like. I'm loving this. This is Ludacris said, don't put me in a box. I'm ready. I don't know what this song is, but I will tell you one thing that I've seen on Instagram is mm-hmm. probably when someone listens to it, it won't even be in style anymore. People have been putting plastic over their head and they'll be like, rip me out the plastic because I'm acting brand new. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like, what song is this? Like, I don't know what song it is, so I can't even look it up. But that's what it is. Like, they'll put plastic over themselves and the song literally goes, rip me out the plastic because I'm acting brand new. And it's like older people, young people, <laughs> People just getting out of the barbershop chair. I'm like, okay. Please know that there is a warning on plastic bags if you put them over your head. Just just know that. We are not liable for anything you do. Okay. So that's what it is. Um, but yeah, we encourage you to subscribe to our podcast, especially on Spotify. That's where we need to get our likes up. Um, but listen anywhere. You're part of our TV Told Me family. Uh, you can also email us at tvtoldme at gmail.com with any shows or questions or recommendations that you have. You can follow us on Instagram. Um, and yeah, we're just happy that you listened today. If you want to be ripped out of the plastic, that sounded horrible. You know what? I'm not going to just act like I didn't just say that. <laughs> if you have any music suggestions, since everything is so like streamlined now, we would love to hear it. Any TV shows suggestions, of course, bring it our way. But for the most part, thanks for listening and we'll talk to you later. Good night.